Wakey Wakey Upper East Siders. Gossip Girl here, your one and only source into the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite. It seems like today is a big day for everyone, but none so much as me. Welcome back to a, another episode of Three Gossip Girls Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. And we are discussing season five, episode 13. GG. G.G. 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 Original air date January 30th, 2012, written by Joshua Safran, directed by Mark Piznarski. So we got our old, our OG team back. Um, In the much-anticipated 100th episode, Blair and Louise's wedding finally arrives. Also, while Chuck wrestles with the reality that Blair is about to walk down the aisle with Prince Louis, the return of Georgina Sparks might make their royal affair a royal disaster. The identity of Gossip Girl is also revealed. Which, um... (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Lots to talk about in After Dark, I'm sure. Suspish. 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 It just, uh, anyway. Hi. What did Hi. you think of this episode? Oh, it was fun. It was it's so, so fun. fun. We watched it separately. I wish we were together for this. I know. I laughed. I screamed. I cried. Mm-hmm. I, oh my gosh. Like, Georgina is queen. She makes everything better. She makes everything more entertaining. She's so funny. She's so funny. She's so Good. She's so, so good. Cyrus, my heart Ugh. belongs to you, sir. It was real fun. It was real. Nothing like totally shocked me in terms of how the story went. I was just pleasantly right. surprised with some aspects. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, the, the two, they get married as you already knew. Oh, yeah. So now everyone can for, know that. Now everyone knows that these two are married and whatever happens with the progression of that. You know, we'll see. But um, so, yeah, we had we had a huge wedding. I mean, a royal wedding. And it was obviously a drama filled episode, which we knew we were going to get. So my glass full of gossip titled finally Princess Blair, which is gin, some Prosecco and elderflower liqueur with a touch of lemon. Ooh, perfect. And a beautiful garnish because for a beautiful bride. My three gossip words from last week were caterer, which, hello, Lola. I'm so excited for this. Yeah. Comeback, which mostly for Georgina, but also the comeback of Gossip Girl in this episode and just, you know, comeback of of everything and and feelings, the comeback of feelings, because then we see Chuck and Blair. Obviously, we know how they feel about each other. Um, Dan and Serena, which can't wait to discuss. Yeah, so lots of feelings, you know, and obviously emotions for this bride and her family. And it was just some parts were really sweet and I really enjoyed Um, the opening scene, though. What did you think of this? Because I couldn't I was cracking up. It was beautifully done. Yeah. Right. Like scenery, costumes, everything. It was a little long. Yeah. Didn't have to be that long. 
But I understand it's just setting us up for like the Serena show on Blair's wedding day, which is like how ironic that this is a Serena show. Well, also, I'm like, this is the hundredth episode. So let's do a Mm. grand musical number. Diamonds are a girl's best friend. Serena looked beautiful. Beautiful. I mean, I found it very funny of all the men in the background. I was like, I clocked. Oh, Louis, Chuck, Louis, Dan and Nate. Nate. Yeah, they all were in it. And the whole time, I'm like, this is fun. This is fun. And then we get on the stairs. And of course, Serena's being pulled. And then with Blair of yeah, mm-hmm. Padge and Blair wins. And Blair wins because it, <laughs> with Dan's feelings, at least, they're very prominent now for, for D- Blair. And Serena knows that. Yeah. You know? And so it's interesting how everything plays out. But... So Serena, she's going through it today because she has these feelings for Dan. And like, I know deep down, like deep, deep down, she realizes that she's not doing the right thing by being in this fake relationship with him. Um, But like, she's like living out her fantasy life <laughs> with, with him. Like, I don't know, Dorota's like, your prince is... You know, Mr. Humphrey's coming for brunch and Serena like pops out of bed. I'm like, oh, Serena. Oh, my God. She's in a dream state. She knows this has to end. But for today, she can pretend that. Yeah, she's like, this is my last day. My last day with him. So she gets excited, as we know, for Lonely Boy to be there for breakfast. And before that, he has a conversation with Rufus about how he's eager to really kind of stop this charade of the Dan and Serena. And Rufus is also worried that Dan will get an idea to run off with the bride at Blair's wedding. And Dan's like, oh, no, that wouldn't be me. If all people, that would be Chuck. Right. So the whole day where everyone's on eggshells, like, how's Chuck going to feel? What's Chuck going to do? Is he going to do something? We don't know. And speaking of the devil, he has met with Father Javalia, who is filling him in on the plans of how Chuck will get into the wedding of the year. They plan on putting sleeping pills in Father Smee's tea, and Cavalia will just have to take it over from there. This is so ridiculous. And so this will give Chuck the perfect opportunity to announce to the wedding that he has feelings for Blair and Blair told him she loved him and ruin it and they'll live hopefully happily ever after. Obviously, we later find out Chuck is not going to go through with this plan, which, thank goodness, you you didn't know. You were like, maybe he would be bad, maybe not. I hope he is going to be good. Yeah, no, thank you so much. I said it. I was like, I'm I'm holding out that Chuck is not going to ruin Blair's wedding day. Like I had this, as soon as they, the two of them were talking and he was like, you want some more water? I was like, oh, Chuck is going to make this man sick and this is not happening because Chuck is yeah. burning. And that's what happens. And he says, there's no way that I would jeopardize Blair's big day. Even if it's not with me, I still want her to have, you know, the best day she possibly can. So he gives Ma- uh, Father Cavalio water from Mexico. And this, so this man has like the shits all day. It's really funny. And um, this way he can't ruin the wedding. So, you know, the I had honestly, when I first watched it, I had hopes that Chuck wasn't going to go through with it anyway. I was like, he's not going to do it. There's no gonna- way we can make we can continue making Chuck the evil. The evil. I, it's time. We've done it. I really feel that now we are. And I can't believe I'm going to say it. We are on the up and up. We I, are. I believe it. I really believe, I believe we are too. now on the up and up. Yeah, I believe it too. So we're back at the Waldorfs. Louis is telling Serena how happy he is to marry Blair. This is the best day of his life. He is so lucky. And I literally like 
spilled my water out of my mouth. I was like, I'm sorry that none of this spewed genuine at all to me. <laughs> Agreed. I was like, this is so weird. The way he's saying, it. like, can you believe I'm can marrying believe? Blair? It's happening yeah. today. Like, who the what the fuck are you smoking? <laughs> I was like, I don't know if it was like the way the actor delivered it or what, but it just the whole the whole that whole part. I just was like, what is happening? I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. It wasn't good. Um. But we do see Louis have a scene with his mom, Sophie. They're they're dancing. She's shocked they've made it to this day, as all of us are shocked that we actually have made it. And so she states this pretty gross comment about how Blair's miscarriage was, like, really good for the press. And Louis is like, I can't believe you're saying this. It makes it sound like our love is a business transaction. And Sophie's like, well, all marriages are. And you're lucky if there is actually love in there, which is like, ouch. But, I mean, Royal... I'm sure that's the case a lot of times. Yeah, there's definitely some truth behind that. For sure. And then during this time, too, this show keeps pushing this, like, fate on Padge and Serena. So we have first when Dorota says, you'll find your prince one day. And then second, when Serena needs a new dance partner, it's like fate just keeps bringing them both together. And I'm like, this is so ridiculous. See, I didn't even view it like that. I'm like, this is just obnoxious. Well, because I'm thinking we're viewing it as how Serena is, you know, like. Oh, true. Okay. True, true, true. Yeah, like Dorota says one day your prince will come and Dan like walks in and like the light shines on him and she's like, oh, hey. And then. Dan steps up and says, I'll be your dance partner. Like, she's like, oh, he's just, it's all fate. He's just coming right back to me. It's like, well, no. He just wants Blair to have a good day, to be honest. He's he just, just whatever, Blair, whatever Blair needs. Right. He's just showing up and doing his role as groomsmen. 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 And Rufus is like, I'm confused. Why are you a groomsman? And Badge is like, I did him a favor. I. How? Yeah. I don't want to have good conscience conscience on me, like knowing that I did that and then standing up there. Also, these people. Why would Louis be like, ah, this man, he wrote my vows to my future bride and he needs to be in it. At this point, I think Louis already made it up that it is a business transaction. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so at this point. And then Blair comes home. She's clearly overwhelmed with the day. She takes Serena into her room and she starts freaking out. And Serena's trying to calm her down. She promises, oh, nothing will ruin this wedding. But the bitch is back. Georgina is here. She is pissed. She states that Blair is evil. She doesn't deserve to be royal after all that she's done to her in the past. She's talking to her husband. He's like, well, what do you want to do? And she's like, my mission is I'm going to fucking ruin this wedding. That's it. She's not getting married today. So ridiculous. They have Milo in the stroller. I love it. Obsessed Georgina. Thank you. Thank you for your presence. She heads to Chuck. She thinks Chuck's going to help her out. Um, but Father Cavalia, actually, she runs into him first. She decides, okay, I'll go along with this plan. I'll take him up and, you know, use him to my advantage. So she helps him get over the diarrhea and the nausea, and they head out to ruin this day. So after the wedding breakfast is over, we see Lola packing up her van. Mind you, these heels are huge, and she wears them in next week's episode, too. I'm like, how is she walking in these heels? Um... And Nate sees her and he introduces himself as Nate Archibald Wood. And she's like, yeah, we've already met. He's like, well, shit. Damn. And so 
she calls him out on it and he's so upset with himself and has this like ridiculously like meta line stating how like he should focus on the right girls and not the wrong ones and i'm like oi disgusting nate Nate. come on do better do better and that like how many times are we gonna have this this talk of nate doing like finding the right ones and not the wrong ones it's just like uh ridiculous anyways we pan back to the waldorfs where blair is telling serena she knows how she feels about dan and you should just tell him already because you're falling more and more for him each day and dan is completely clueless did you get coffee aunt just delivered me coffee that's so sweet i didn't even ask for it oh that's the best i know it's just a completely like surprise coffee like a surprise starbucks from your husband the best kind. Just secretly a hand comes in. Liz just sees it through I'm Zoom. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness. Free coffee. So anyway, Serena just needs to rip off this Band-Aid, but we're just prolonging it throughout the, the rest of the episode. So Blair, again, starts to panic about the wedding. She wants to rip off her dress. Wait, before we go on to that i i actually wanted to ask you would you think about blair's advice telling serena i think you should tell patch how you feel at least get it out in the open so it exists it's almost how rufus said just get it out in the open so it exists so you can move on what did you think i don't think i don't think that well i mean blair sees how serena's looking at dan and she makes a reference of like how that's how nate was always looking at you when we were in a relationship which is super cringe i know (laughs) and she's like I guess, like, I guess that she was doing the best she could as a friend because Blair knows that Serena. I, I, I don't know. To me, it's hard for me to put an opinion on the Dan Serena stuff because I truly don't believe that there's anything there, and Serena's just kind of making it up. But <laughs> at this point, like, I know there once was something. I know, guys. I remember that happening. But it's been so long that. I have feel literally zero for these two people to be together. Like I don't see this happening. So Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like while I think Blair was trying to give her good friendly advice, like me as an audience member, I'm like, well, I don't want it to see it happen. So That's how I felt I, too. That's how know, I felt but, too. But she should get it out. She's been trying to tell him for the last couple of episodes. I mean, I love that Blair was like Come on, you even we all knew a decision, including Gossip Girl last summer when you couldn't get yeah. it out. I was like, with thank the you, Nate Blair. And Dan stuff that we couldn't deal with. I was waiting for that to end for so many episodes. And so like, yeah, Blair saying it's always been Dan for you. So why don't you just say something? But on the flip side, right now, it's not Serena for him. So. Right. And I think Blair knows that, though. Don't you think Blair's aware, because her and Padge are so close now, that wouldn't she realize that Dan's not about it? I actually don't think so. I think as of late, Padge has been there for Blair this whole time. We've had such great pairship, but it's been very yeah. one-sided. Right, like whatever Blair needs. Uh, you know, because really Dan has been saying. Yeah, I don't think Padge has been sharing his feelings with Blair. It's just like, you get me, you're my best friend at this point. Yeah. The pairship is strong. Strong. Uh, And I I actually don't think Blair has any idea how Padge feels in terms of anything else outside of just the friendship and helping me. Right. And so maybe her thought was like, well, yeah, like, let me let me help my two friends 
be together. Why right. why shouldn't Serena say something? And so the whole episode we have Serena kind of keeping it in until that last moment. So um as we said before, Blair, she starts to have lots of more lots of anxiety. She starts panicking. She wants to rip off her wedding dress. Eleanor's in there. She's like, you need just just need to calm down. She leaves. She goes talk goes to talk to Harold and Cyrus and she's like I can't believe how nervous Blair is. And Harold's like, oh, you were like that on our wedding day. You were a nervous wreck. And so she, like, remembers that. And she's like, I feel like I'm forgetting something. So she remembers what it is. She leaves to go take care of an errand, is what she says. And it leads her straight to Chuck. And she tells him, I knew it wasn't right with Harold, but I married him anyway. And I don't want Blair to do the same thing. And I want her to get it right the first time. I loved this because she said, when I married Cyrus, I was calm and it felt like everything was falling into place. Also, maybe I'm just trying to connect things. Chuck was dressed in blue. Was he technically her something blue? (gasps) I don't know. That would be awesome, though. Or maybe just Serena... Serena had blue nail polish on. Okay. But I don't know if Blair had anything blue that I could tell. That would be a great pickup. And honestly, I should look into that more. I could just be making it up, but I clocked it. He's wearing this very, very nice navy blue suit. But I have to say, Eleanor, I absolutely just adored everything you did in this episode. Yeah. Everything. She she was trying, even though she knew what she was doing was... um. I wouldn't say wrong, but I guess like frowned upon on the wedding day. She knew in her heart that this wedding is not what Blair needs and wants. And at that point, too, it's funny because Chuck was on the phone with Nate stating he's just waiting for a sign from the universe to stop the wedding. And there it is right in his face. Eleanor comes in and she's like, you need to come with me. Like, I need I know I knew that you were the one that was missing and I and she should be with you. I, I mean, back to that phone call, too, when Nate calls yeah. and Chuck is just two steps ahead. He's like, hey, Humphrey. And also, yeah, he's like, you're going to be the one who's going to ruin the wedding. Right. Too. You should worry about <laughs> him. And Padge is just like foot and mouth. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And it's funny. I'm like, does Nate realize how much Dan loves Blair? Nate has, He's clueless, Nate right? has no fucking clue. Nate, you know, has been wrapped up in the spectator. Blair has been wrapped up in herself. Serena has been wrapped up. Everyone's wrapped up in them themselves. In their, in Padge has yeah. been wrapped up in Blair. Right. Right. Yeah. Padge is the only one who kind of has been dealing with his own shit, but instead putting her shit in front of his. Yes. Which everyone else is kind of just whatever they're doing at the moment. So the wedding is underway. Rufus spots Georgina there and he knows she's up to no good. So Rufus and Lily go to find Georgina and they corner her before any of her plans can go through. Her plan was to seduce Louis, mind you, like that was going to happen. <laughs> Bless sorry. her heart. Bless her heart. She tried. She was in her little like slip, but it didn't work out. And Louis is downstairs chatting it up with Padge at that point, And he's thanking him for covering for Blair's conversion lessons. So now Dan's like, wait, okay, she told you that part. And now why am I dating Serena if you know that Serena and I are pretty much, you know, a lie? And then uh, Louis is like, you're such a great friend to Blair and me. So thank you. So, yeah, okay. This moment when he's, you know, like you just said. 
thanked him for covering for the conversion and all of that. Her going to lessons. Right, he's like, you don't. You don't have to stop. You can stop pretending. I know you guys have feelings for each other, like you and Serena. <laughs> right, but it's like that. I can understand you being a groomsman, but like you literally asked him to write your vows. So messed up. It's so messed up. Eleanor, she rushes back with Chuck. Blair and Chuck are now left alone. Chuck states, of course, don't marry him. We can we can work this out. Blair admits, yes, I still love you. I will always love you. But there are some things that even if I wasn't with Louis, I could I still couldn't be with you. And Chuck is just so he's like, what the hell? I'm so confused by this. <laughs> And so she's she's saying, I'm, I'm going to go marry Louis. Like, you're just here to give me your blessing, right? And and then it's time for you to go. And of course, Georgina gets this all on tape. She tricked Rufus and Lily. She went through another door. And so Georgina gives the tape to Chuck. Nobody knows this, but Georgina gives the tape to Chuck and tells him to do what he wants with it. On there, you can show Louis the tape. So now Chuck has the decision whether or not he wants to release this. So what did you think he was going to do? I thought he wasn't going <laughs> to release it. Right. I still, like I said, I feel Chuck is a changed man. Mm-hmm. So I really didn't think he was going to do anything with it. And I thought Georgina probably had a backup or gave him the fake tape or whatever. Right. Exactly. And then Serena, she asks a very nervous Blair again, are you sure you're positive on this decision? And Blair's like, I'll grow to love Louis. Oh, oh my God. That's what you never want to say on your wedding day. Oh, my God. And I have to give it to Serena. She really was saying, I'll run away with you right now. Right now. I'm ready. We can Let's do go. this. And thank you, Serena, for being the bestie that you should be. She was that great. Yeah. Supportive. But that line, I'll learn to love him. He loves me. I can learn to accept this. It broke. It broke me. Yeah. I was like, Blair, please yeah. don't do this. Please, please don't. Um, but she says, I've made peace, peace with my decision. Serena, of course, doesn't agree with it. She states that Chuck and Blair are meant to be. And this is the part where I was talking about last week where she's like, just like Dan and I are fate. Like, mm, <laughs> not the same thing. It's so funny. It's so funny. It just, it's so funny. And I don't and like, I don't know why I'm having such a hard time with this. The ship of pageant Serena. I can't help but laugh. I'm sorry. I can't. It's like comical to me it at is. this point that Serena, she's so she's so blindsided. Like she can't she can't see what's really and truly in front of her because what ultimately what she wants is to be with Dan because I feel like honestly she feels alone and she hasn't been with someone in a while. And Dan is that comfort for her and he is a great guy and she maybe she is a bit jealous that I'm sure she's very jealous that he does have feelings for Blair. And so she's like, let me, I I just want to project this onto him. And it's not being reciprocated, though. Like, it's just, I feel really badly. She's just so sad. It's so sad. She just wants him to be her brother husband. Her her brother husband. And, like, that's what he would be, you know, her brother husband. I know. Do you want that? (laughs) I know. Her brother husband. Yeah. Um. But as we know, Serena doesn't really agree with this. And she says, Blair, you're just afraid of your future with Chuck since it's unknown. You don't know what would happen, which is so true. And so Serena catches Chuck leaving, but she tells him Blair's secret. She goes, I don't care if Blair will be furious with me. I'm doing what I think is right. So she tells Chuck what we know is that she's trying to save Chuck. She has made pure peace with God that she's going to be with Louis. 
And so Blair is ready to walk down the aisle with her two dads. And I put, even typing this, I get emotional because even typing it out, yeah, I thought this was so perfect. And it's unfortunate that this was a a crappy situation where she feels like she's forced into marrying someone and like, but this moment was so necessary in the episode. Just the fact that, you know, Cyrus is needed and he's like, what does she need? I'm there. I'm there. What's wrong? Harold, you can't do it. And Blair's like, I want my both dads. Oh my God. It broke me. First time. Gossip girl. First time breaking me. (gasps) She said one dad is just not enough. Oh my God. I could cry now. yeah, me too. It was just so sweet. I mean, obviously, like the whole fandom of Gossip Girl, you can't not love Cyrus. So knowing that he was like, he was ready to do anything she needed. And he was probably so honored to have been told that she needs him on that day. The, and I, uh, there was a part where he said, oh, the princess bride cracked yes. up. <laughs> cracked up i thought that was a great nod that was so good yeah very funny very cute the wedding starts serena and dan walk down together and he's calling her out why does louis know why why are we still pretending to do this and serena says i think i just did something really bad and then the part during the ceremony where if anyone has any objections to this marriage comes up and Chuck is still there and he's in the back and Blair's giving him the eye like, bitch, you better not say something. It's not the time. And so he doesn't. And he's about to walk out very slowly, mind you. He's like, Ooh, like, in like slow motion about to walk out. And a blast from Gossip Girl goes off. Everyone's playing it, which is so rude. Okay. Why would you have your phone on? Why isn't this an unplugged wedding? This is a royal wedding. It's a you shouldn't be taking any pictures on your phone. They, like, like phones should not be allowed. They've gone to parties where cell phones need to be put away in bowls, mm-hmm. in drawers, and this was allowed. This should be the case. This was allowed. This should not have been allowed. It is so rude. And why isn't everybody's phone on silent? And the fact that everybody is so addicted to gossip girl that it all pings, because I guess gossip girl is back. Right. Like, this is her way of coming back. Here I am. And how I have. Yeah, it's so rude. She's like, I have the biggest tea of it all. Like, here's my my first blast in a while. And it's Chuck and Blair talking about how much they love each other. And it's casted throughout the whole church. So Blair runs out. She's super embarrassed, as she should be. And she goes and she yells at Chuck. She blames him. He denies doing it. And he also says, I know about your newfound religion. And I think that this is just ridiculous. And while they're fighting, Louis is like quietly, I'm sure enraged and devastated. Um, But he has this private meeting with his mother. And at this point too, our friends, Dan, Serena, Nate, they see Georgina assume that she was the one to cause this drama. She claims she didn't send the blast. She gave this to Chuck. She also calls them all out like, you could have done this because you didn't want to have this day go, you know, you have feelings for Blair and you, do, you were jealous. And, you know, she calls them all out. And so everyone, it leads it back to Chuck, but they don't believe that it was Chuck that actually did send this. The wedding happens. They reset. The wedding happens. These two get married. They're chummy. They appear happy. We get a conversation between friends where Nate is feeling sorry for himself yet again. (laughs) 
<laughs> sees Lola and he goes to charm the pants off of her and tells him all the things he researched about her. And she's Ew. like, well, I guess you did some good research. Right? You know? God. Like, I just... Be better, Lola. This we is had, I like, guess we better. had to give him something, you know? Yeah. Um, and also, like, the stuff he's researched about her sounds like Chivy. From yeah. Florida, studied acting, mom doesn't support her. I mean, that's literally Chivy in a nutshell. So, you know... Yeah, but he's similarities there. He's not going to pick up on that. <laughs> no. No. No, no, no. Not yet, anyway. Uh, Dan and Serena are now forced to have this conversation. Why Serena was still pretending to be in a relationship with Dan. So she finally admits, I love you. I've always loved you. And Dan says, nothing. <laughs> and also she leaves. She drops the bomb and leaves to say I have to go to attend to Blair, like, think about it. Sit on it, and we'll have a conversation about it later. I'm like, this was the time? Well, she had this to get it out. The time. It, this was the time, because Blair told her this was the time. <laughs> what better way? He needed an explanation of, why are we still pretending? Why did you do this? She didn't give him yeah. one. I love you, Padge Humphrey. That's what she said. I love you, Padge Humphrey. <laughs> and, and that's it. And he's just like, uh, like... He didn't know what to say at that moment. He needs to do some marinating here. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, marinate on it and get back to me. It's like, okay, what do you... Uh, anyway, the scene, we have this devastating scene of Blair and Louis. They're finally sharing their first dance. Louis is whispering in her ear. Their relationship was so public that he had no choice but to publicly forgive her. But this marriage is literally just a contract. There will never be any love there. It's only for show. And it only ends when I say it does. You know what? Oh. I don't blame Louis for this. <laughs> he was driven to this point. All of, the, all of the things have led him here. Yeah. He has gotten burned dozens and dozens of times at this point. So like the fact that he was still with her bothered me that why are we still doing this and the fact that you're actually gonna marry her then even right. knowing what you know right that is fucked up it but i don't he cracked it should have been literally cracked taken care of months ago but it didn't yep and i think also the fact that blair thinks it's okay to at the when it all blew up and she goes yeah but i chose you it's like, oh, right, really? Like, you didn't hear the part where I chose you. You chose me? Like, fuck you. Right. I, there's no, there shouldn't be a choice. Right. I propose we are getting married. There's no choice. And also the fact of him just to stab it one more time where she's like, well, you must have felt something. <gasps> and he goes, oh, Ooh. I didn't write your vows. Ooh. Padge wrote your vows. Who? I didn't remember this the first time I watched. <laughs> and I was surprised that he said that in this episode. I felt it came out later. But... Yeah, he's like, I didn't even, I don't feel those things for you. No. Dan does, actually. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Stab. Here ha, you go. Ha, ha. Yeah, like, like, yeah, like a stab in the back. So she runs out of the wedding. She calls someone to tell them she needs to get picked up now. I need to go. It's revealed that it's Dan and not Chuck, which we could have predicted she would have called. And our last scene is a Gossip Girl blast being tight in the flesh and we pan to Georgina, and we also teased her in the episode, like, two hands typing away. So it's, like, building up the excitement of, like, okay, we might get a reveal. And then they reveal Georgina is Gossip Girl. Right. But when 
Blair made the call. I need to get away at this. Simultaneously, Chuck is like, I need to get to this. I need to get to Blair. So who called him? Or did he just realize I need to keep fighting? No, I think he he went back to his the Empire and said, I feel terrible and I want to apologize to Blair. So he, he calls his driver to come get him. So okay. he heads back right, I to knew. apologize. Yeah. But she's not there because she needs to get the fuck out because she's like, I can't believe my life. What What is happening with my life? And right I now? knew I knew she was calling Padge and not Chuck because it's her. That's her lifeline. That's her he best friend. Every, her best friend. He does friend. anything she needs of him. And he's like, I got the car. I don't care. It's just married car. Like we need to get out. We need to go. But yeah, Georgina, Georgina. XOXO, type type. XOXO. Gosh. What the hell? It's so good. It's so good. I mean, but like, I guess super predictable though, right? Yes. But so predictable where you're like, no. It, but no, it's not her. You know, like it's so predictable that it's like, it's we know it's not you. There's no way. So a couple of things leading up to this episode, you know, in the reboot of Gossip Girl, they mention yeah. that, you know, Blair is married. So that's why this whole time I couldn't make predictions because I already knew it was happening. Right. Like we're shedding some light on the after dark for those newbies. Michelle right. found out that Blair and Louis do get married yeah. for a set amount of time. Right. So she knows that they get married. Right. <laughs> and then the other thing, which you can cut out, so I'll just put a sidebar as a marker, the uh, the Halloween episode where I had to like the newbies had to ch- cut out a a huge part of it in the reboot. Yeah, when they all show up, are they showing up at is today's event or no? No, it's not today's event. Got it. Okay, just curious. <laughs> yeah. So, um, no, it's not today's event. But Got good it. thoughts actually Thank that you. it would be. Yeah, event. <laughs> I thought so. I thought so. Um, but that is my summary. It was easy to go in order because the entire day was the wedding. Yeah. And yeah, when we come back, we'll be doing our questions with Carrie and Allison from Hold Up Podcast. I'm so excited to chat with them about this episode way back when they were like, oh, do you want guests for the 100th? I'm like, yes, you two. We love you. We need you for this episode. So love yeah, you. I'm back. Yeah. Um, so stay tuned for that. And we'll be right back. Okay, hope you enjoyed your break. We are joined by Allie and Carrie from Hold Up Podcast. We are so excited to chat with you ladies yet again. It's like when we do this crossover, it's my favorite time of the year. <laughs> Same, it's like Christmaca. It is like Christmaca. And now we're Allie so knows happy to be Christmaca back. Is. You know what Christmaca is now that you've watched the OC, right? Yes. Carrie had not watched the OC, right? I I rewatched recently, although I didn't get all the way through. Gotcha. I do love the Christmaca episodes. I love a Seth Cohen. I'm in love with, yeah. and I'm now as an adult, I'm really in love with Sandy Cohen. Exactly. Oh, yeah. There's totally. a Cohen for all. There's a Cohen for all. <laughs> yeah. Um, but all right, before we started recording, Allison, you what were you saying about this episode? Were you excited to watch it? You said it was. I was excited to watch. It. I was like, you were I, enjoying. Well, and I like started a few episodes. I was like getting caught up, so I watched like three episodes today. And so by the time I got to this episode, I like forgot to take notes because I was just like full in my binge. 
And then I was like, oh, I guess like now I should start writing things down to remember. Yeah. Um, but none of them are of any consequence. There's really just like observations about Wallace Shawn. Is my note. Oh, isn't he the best? And at the beginning, he said, "Look, it's the Princess Bride," and I, I love know. a reference. So I died a little bit, and yeah, then it was just a sweet Wallace Shawn episode. <laughs> it really is. He's such. He's like one of those characters that every time he comes on the screen, you know you're just gonna love him because. That's that's who he is. He's a ball of mush. We just mm-hmm. uh, he's so warm, and he honestly really does care about Blair. I know. I thought the Eleanor. I thought that moment was very sweet. When yeah. I'm just jumping right into the episode, but like oh, no. when she Go has ahead. them both walk her down the aisle, I just oh. thought like, Michelle Blair. said that was the first time she has cried in this ever show. in Gossip Girl. So there's never a moment to cry with this show, but that made me that broke <laughs> you- me. Carrie and I recorded our episode this morning uh, and we watched a truly atrocious movie, like a fun atrocious, but Carrie was like, I cried. So Carrie wept during the classic Christmas film, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. So (laughs) there is no shame in crying during Gossip Girl if you're crying during Ghosts of Girlfriends Past. I saw that movie, I think I saw that movie once. Uh, it was like late at night. I like put it on at like two o'clock in the morning, and I was like, "It wasn't the worst." <laughs> that is it. It's not the worst. It's not the worst. Yeah, I'm not sure what like what about that movie made me cry, but um, but yeah, I do agree that the the dynamic between Blair and her stepdad, and also like her stepdad and her and Blair's mom, I really like a lot. Yeah. And like when her mom said, like, you know, I wish I'd found him like from the first like right away or the first time or something. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. And so sad though. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. She went into a marriage, not really sure. And then she didn't want the same thing to happen to her daughter. And then her daughter goes ahead and does it anyway. And you're like, oh no. (laughs) Yeah. Um, This was a wild episode. What do you think about this whole situation? I mean, I really expected her to leave it like I I did I don't think I expected to fully go through with the wedding although I respect the writing of the show knowing that that's what we expected and right. having her go through with the wedding anyway and then making him a terrible little villain um yeah that, I like gasped Michelle cried I gasped I was like <laughs> what he did what now I was shocked I was not yeah. prepared well I gasped yeah. too but also with Louis, he snapped. So leading up to this, it's just, you know, I could, I see what you did here. I yes. just can't believe that he was like, oh, by the way, those vows, yeah, Padge wrote them. <laughs> also, like, very sweet little twist that he had written. And I loved when we as the audience discovered that. But I was also like, you're an idiot to tell her that. Yeah. Well, it's just a stab in the back of being like, I don't feel this way. Yeah, for you. at that yeah. point, he was way over it it was over yeah 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 Ooh. how about georgina though queen right <laughs> i a, love her what a delightful monster <laughs> so much that's a perfect way of putting it she's a delightful monster when she showed up i was like wait it's been a minute since we've seen you right like this yeah. is like this is kind of out of the blue but okay yeah it's been since um i'm pretty sure when she left with her son. That's what I thought. Yeah. 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 Which I think was like start of season or mid season four. So it, it has mm-hmm. been a while. 
since we've caught up with Georgina. Yes. Oh, no, we did bump into her one time after that with that husband. She was like, I'm right. married. And yeah, was at yeah, the party, yeah. some party. Yeah, I had to, like, That's remind sweet, myself. Husband. Like, I'll do whatever you want. I was like, yeah. is this guy of any consequence? I, I don't think so. I don't but, even remember his, yeah. if he had a name, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but last time you guys were on, it was... Um, the episode where it was at party and Ben was here oh, and right. Serena and him were dating and he couldn't tell her the truth that he was going to be a server at the party so and Blair oh was God, working lame. for the W and her and Padre were like competing for the spot. Like that was some stuff I did not want to go back to. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It seems like how far we've come. Like we're yeah. just in a whole new world. It does these, these people these shows move quickly. quickly? Yes, <laughs> they really do. And it's like, do I actually want to go back to that? Because I'm act- I'm hating the Louis stuff at this point. This whole storyline, I've talked about it at nauseum. How I'm just not here for it, and I'd rather just watch like the Charlie and Lola stuff play out. But I know, obviously, we have to get there. But like, do I want to go back to Ben and Serena and Dan and Blair fight? Like, I. I don't know if I want to go back to there either. So I don't know what I want. I also feel like Louis has stuck around a lot longer than I expected. Like it's too long. I really, I did not expect him to have as long an arc as he is having. And like, obviously is going to stick around for at least a handful more of episodes. I mean, like who knows how long this is going to, because they're married now. Like she's running from an iHeart New York t-shirt. So (laughs) Oh, was that the? I then went into the next episode. I may have yeah, moved too far forward. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I mean, that's yes, the I got first, in next week's the next week's episode. That's the first time you actually see Blair wear like a sweatshirt. I think on the history of yes. of Gossip Girl. So wow, <laughs> so, radiant, so like so gorgeous. Speaking of Blair's fashion, my one like major issue with this episode is I was so underwhelmed by her dress and like like hair and everything for this like royal wedding i like went into this episode expecting like royal wedding and i was like well you look beautiful she looks beautiful always but i was just like i wanted like full like glamorous unattainable princess like you know fantasy whatever and and that was not this was not that yeah, very I almost disappointed. expected her, her to have that like cathedral, yeah, like veil. But no, she she definitely did like a modern twist on like a royal princess. And I've told this story many a times. But my sister, when she thinks about this day, she always complains about Blair's hair. She's yes. like, I loved well, it. She did nothing just, with it. It's <laughs> I'm the only we one. That first scene of her and Serena like getting ready. I was like, well, it's not done. Like they're just getting right. ready. And then I was yeah. like, oh, it's done. Oh, we're no, there. It was done. I mean, and it's a beautiful. Serena had like a sort of nest going on. <laughs> yeah, that Another was the thing, thing is like, like, <laughs> like Serena. No, I mean, I'm not gonna compliment Serena's hair necessarily, but like it was more elaborate than Blair's. Yes. And I wanted Blair to be like the star. Yeah. Um, and I loved like her hair looked beautiful, but it looked like it was like a Tuesday instead of like her becoming a princess. I get yeah. that like she wears headbands. I understand we're like making a nod to the headband, but I feel like a tiara would have been a nod to a headband and the fact that she's becoming a princess. Yeah. Like just to have like a glitter headband. I was like, Blair's Blair wore that to like science class. Like we don't. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's not what I want her wearing for her wedding. Yeah. Yeah. I I actually really liked her hair because I like simplicity, but I understand more wanting it to look more princess like. But I'm curious if maybe because she didn't truly feel like a princess. Mm -hmm. So it was downplayed. Yeah. Yeah. It was understated. And I had the thought, and because I've never watched before, I don't know, but. I wonder like when she gets to whoever is endgame for her, if we'll have a more like classic Blair look, because that will be, you know, like if you if there's they're sending that message through her through her fashion choices. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's that yeah. episode again that I also watched today. Just, <laughs> I had a gossip girl day where she's trying on what was supposed to be her dress and then she switches dresses. And the one that was supposed to be her dress does have like it has like the florally beaded Mm -hmm. bodice and more of a ball gown and then she switches to something like and I think in my head I was like oh whatever she switches to is going to be like insane and then it's just sort of a more simple dress and I think you're right Michelle I think it's like she couldn't wear that dress because that was maybe like closer to the right dress but this was not the right wedding right Mm -hmm. exactly yeah that's such a good point yeah we have a friend who's getting married and I went wedding dress shopping with her yesterday and I pulled down a dress that was like so heavy. And I was like, Melissa, this one. And she was like, not really. And I was like, I cannot get it back on the hanger. So you are going to have to try it on. Like, I can't it. get it back. Yeah, it and that is the dress I wanted to see Blair. <laughs> yeah. I also, I mentioned this in when we were recapping. I, and maybe I'm putting too much into it, but I noticed Chuck was wearing blue. And I'm like, is that her something blue? Oh, interesting. I like that. Probably does not. Dan, does that make Dan her something borrowed? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Names <laughs> are something old. It's old. That's right. Oh my oh god, god, that's so funny. You're so right, though. I wonder. Yeah. We can't be the only people that have just like figured this out. This we got to go on Reddit. Are, we need a It'll be on Reddit. Article. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm going to after we're done recording. Honestly, look this up because I'm so curious. <laughs> Yeah, please. And if, oh we, God, and if so it funny. hasn't been, come about, I'm totally making a BuzzFeed BuzzFeed article about. It. <laughs> yeah, we're about to blow up the internet. Make a listicle. Yes, I love that. Um, so Carrie, how far have you done in your watch? You didn't make it to the end yet. No, I stopped here, so I'm I'm waiting. Yes. Oh, okay, good. Okay, yeah. so you can make predictions. Yeah, I mean, I know this is fun. I know, like where everyone ends up. I know spoilers. Yes. For like yes. the end end, but I don't this season I don't really know much. Right. That and that's how I am actually too. I'm like kind of going in blind. I know things that happen in this season. I don't know when they're happening. I right. don't know how we get there. So it's been uh it's been a journey. But yes. This this season I'm I'm troubled with it. And I think again, broken record, I think it's Louis stuff. It's just gone on way, way too far. I think part of it is like, okay, I mean, I am assuming that he is not Blair's endgame, right? There's no way that this guy is like who, particularly now that we know this like awful twist, Blair's not going to end up in this like pretend loveless marriage. So I think part of like the struggle is like, how long do I have to watch this? Like, yes, particularly because we're coming up on the last seat, like, we're we're quickly getting to the last season, so like, feel like we need to move on from him. Agreed. And Michelle Michelle knows things, um, the span of their marriage and things like that. So 
it's also both of us are like waiting for this to end because we know this is not the end and it's Mm -hmm. just frustrating to watch. And I think at this point, Everybody knows. Everyone knows that, right? This is not. Yeah. If you're the new end. and you don't know that, I'm sorry to spoil it for you, but this also, is like not watch one rom com. This isn't who she's ending up with. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Particularly because I feel like Blair is the character who's had the most growth in this show. And so, like, if we're then going to stick her with this guy. I, that would be really disappointing. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. To um, go back to the rom-com uh, situation, Vic actually wanted to know which Gossip Girl characters do you think would be great in a romantic comedy? And she thinks after watching a drunk Blair at her bachelorette, she could totally picture her in one. Same. <laughs> I could do. I actually want, like, I feel like Leighton Meester is owed a good romantic comedy and hasn't she- been given it. I agree. Like, she would have been good in, like, let's say, like, I don't know, like, Friends with Benefits. Yes. Or something like that. I can just I see was just her thinking, like, doing that. In a How to Be Single. Like, I would have watched the shit out of her in a How to yeah. Be Single. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I do think, it. I do think, like, I love Blake Lively more than people should. But I think, like, <laughs> Leighton Meester is so funny and so, like, charming and endearing. And I feel like some of that, like, maybe got lost in the, like, drama. When the show was on, I remember, like, there was all this gossip about, like, did Leighton Meester and Blake Lively hate each other? Like, what's the gossip? What's the tension on set? Whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Like, are they really best friends? And it was like, probably not. They're probably just coworkers who get along fine. Like, not everything is, like, best friends. What I've read is they were just coworkers that coexisted. And, like, they probably hung out here and there. But they weren't best friends. They weren't enemies. Right. Yeah. Like, so wrapped up in that. All the coworkers you've ever had who's like, yeah, I like that person fine. And I don't right. think about them when I leave work. Also, isn't, really there like, isn't there like a pretty significant age difference? Which isn't Blake Lively like maybe five-ish years older than Leighton Meester? I thought I remember reading like Leighton Meester being that like, yeah, wrong. I was a kid when the show started. <laughs> like, yeah, I wasn't hanging out with like Blake Lively and whoever else. Went. They were drinking. Like they were out. No, Leighton Meester is your age. She was born in 1986. Blake Lively is. Born in 1987. They're the same age. Gary. Oh, okay. never mind. Basically the same age. Yeah. Okay. Leighton Meester is, in fact, a year older. Um, I think you're thinking of Mila Kunis in uh, that 70s show. Maybe. I don't know. But yeah, Mila Kunis. She was, she like was 15 so when young. She got the yeah. Yeah. Right? Or 14. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. But I do. I did. I kept that. thinking during this episode, like, Leighton Meester is a good actress. Like, she's very funny. I, she's a good I mean, actress. I think she gets associated with Blair a lot. And so, and she's had kind of a hard time, like, breaking out of that harder than I think Blake Lively has of breaking out of Serena. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, she, like, vacillated between, like, funny and sweet and heartbroken, um, like, all in the span of a single episode. And, like, that scene where they're dancing and Louis is revealing to her, like, her face, like, the heartbreak and the horror and the sadness in her face, like... That was some fantastic acting, you know, in a show where there's a there's a lot of range in terms of the acting, you know, like I was for sure (laughs) super impressed with her. Yeah, I think she's a better actor than Blake Lively. I think Blake Lively got more famous and was able to maintain her fame partially through her roles, but also, to be honest, partially because she dated Leonardo DiCaprio and then is now in a very famous marriage. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of Blake Lively's continued fame 
is based around her personal life, which isn't to say she isn't also talented. And again, I like Blake Lively a lot, but like Leighton Meester is sort of like, she was on that like ABC show that everyone would said that was good and no one watched. Yeah. And they said she was hysterical. I've heard only only very good things about that show and particularly her on it. Her marriage is like, neither of them ever really talk about it. It's sort of like quiet and maybe the opposite of, Blake Lively and yeah, Ryan but she Reynolds got to marriage. marry Seth Cohen, which is you know she won, <laughs> she won. <laughs> I again, the world's number one definitely maybe Stan. If I'm picking between Seth Cohen and Ryan Reynolds, I'm having a hard time, but I'm probably going Seth Cohen. Um, right? Seth Cohen always, always, always. Oh, yeah, I think, um, I think the character of Serena. Uh, and I, I haven't researched as much as I probably should on how Blake felt about being Serena, but I feel like that character is given a pretty shitty <laughs> run on the show. And I mean, we discuss this pretty much each week about how we're not giving Serena anything and she's kind of a one note character. And I feel like I feel like Blake did the best she could with that yeah. because yeah, there's the writing. Really nothing yeah. she could do yeah and it's really unfortunate for her and i think they both equally kind of want to forget this past of gossip girl because it's truly not like their capacity as actresses Mm -hmm. um i will say like that scene um i was impressed with blake lively in this episode she had a couple of moments um, you know, like the scene where she admits that she's in love with Dan to Dan. Like I, I thought she, the way she made herself vulnerable, it was heartbreaking. And then the scene, I think it actually came earlier, but where Georgina like reveals everyone's secret and says like, mm-hmm. Dan's in love with Blair and Serena realizes that for the first time, like I thought, you know, I, she, the heartbreak on, and kind of like the re- realization I thought like lively, I, I think you're right. Like she just, Serena's not as meaty a character as Blair is. Like she doesn't right. get to, she's kind of, which is weird to she's, say about Verena Vanderwoodson, but like she's just kind of there sometimes. She and like Nate the are best similar. Friend. Yeah, like she and Nate <laughs> are similar in that way where it's just sort of like, oh, you're just like pretty in oh, there and Nate. you don't have as much to do. Nate, they're like, give him a caterer. I don't know. Uh, like uh, he needs something. <laughs> hey, at least she's age appropriate. Yeah, that's true. Hey, that's man. true. Uh, we'll see how go, long this lasts to go back to i just want to get your hot take on this serena still loving Padge situation because i don't buy it i don't believe it i don't know why we're going back there we've done this way too many times do you feel that this is like her person because i truly don't <laughs> i think i sort of do i think like i like the idea of Padge and blair Except what I really like them as is friends and equals. And like, maybe that's what your romantic partner should be or whatever. Mm. But like, they are the smartest. They are like, they get each other. They have so much in common. I sort of wish we could just let Padge and Blair be friends and be like really supportive of each other. I don't love that we need to have like a romantic undercurrent to it. Mm-hmm. And in that way, I'm sort of like, yeah, like let him. and. Like in now they're that they're doing stuff with like Serena having a blog and it actually being like well written and funny. Like maybe if we're writing or we're elevating her character and writing her up to be like smarter than she's ever been given credit for, like that I can buy. And that I can that I can get behind. 
I think like the part of me that wants uh, Blair and Padge together is actually just like, oh, I just want to see like them be really good friends or like, let's mm-hmm. go all in. But this like sort of middle ground where Serena's also still in love with him and Blair yeah. sort of like, isn't really like Blair's still so hung up on Chuck. It's sort of like, I don't know that that's ever going to happen. So unless we're going to go all into it, then just let him be with Serena. Yeah. I think, I think the show thinks that Dan and Serena are end game. Mm-hmm. I, I think a Blair Dan, like, I think that's really interesting. I think that there's some really interesting there stuff there. And I think I said it last time that we were on, but like, there's something really fun about watching the two of them together. I think because they're like two of the most interesting characters and two of the better actors on this show. So it's really fun to watch them play off of each other. And I had this thought of like, like they could be this like literary power couple, like her and like the fashion industry and him like writing books. And like, I think that that would be really interesting to explore, but I'm not, I agree with Allison. It's kind of like go all in or let them be friends. But like this kind like this love triangle that's happening, I'm kind of like, mm. not sure we need. I like seeing Blair and Serena as friends. I really like that dynamic. And so if what we're headed to is like Blair and Serena fighting over Padge, I'm not sure I'm here for that. Yeah. Agreed. I don't I don't need the girls to be fighting yeah. and being jealous. Like we've we've done that so many times before. Yeah. Not even fighting about the same guy. It's just why do we have to have the girls pinned against each other yet again? Right. I thought We're, we were past that, and I don't particularly want now it to that they're adults. Like, like we we don't right need, in high school it was one thing, but like we're not there anymore. Right. Yeah. Okay, so now let's get Carrie and Michelle predictions because I'm excited to hear what you guys are gonna are going to predict. So Mike and Jess and a lot of others want to know what will happen between Louis and Blair. Will she continue to be married to him? If not, how many more episodes do you think it will take for them to end? (laughs) Carrie, why don't you go first? Because I actually do know like a particular particular time frame. Oh, I do not know a particular time frame. I know I'm fairly certain that he does not Stick around past the end of this season. God, I hope not. Um, <laughs> that I don't know. So I hope. <laughs> let me look it up. <laughs> um, I I feel like he can't. Like this, he can't. He can't. Right? I can't. No. If I, I know anything about TV writing, and I know very little, despite my job, he can't. <laughs> I despite think my job. I mean, they're married, right? Like. They that's we have to undo their marriage somehow. So he has to stick around long enough. I don't think that's gonna just happen like off screen with a throwaway line of like, oh, we got divorced. So I think he's gotta stick around long enough that Blair's gonna have to come out of hiding. We're gonna have to address the marriage, we're gonna have to undo the marriage. I assume there'll be some like scheming plotting there that happens and like her little, you know, cadre of like Serena and Dan and Nate and whoever else are gonna help her with that. Um, that's my, I mean, I hope I like it when they're all kind of like together scheming. Um, I do too. So I don't know, maybe like four ish more episodes. Maybe that's my wishful thinking. (laughs) Yeah. I was saying three to four. And I mean, I don't know which episode, but I know I'm curious because we've been told that the second half of the series 
is so different. Like an overhaul happens and it's not like anything like we began with in the beginning. So I'm curious if there's going to be some sort of time jump, not years, maybe like a couple of months and be like, like, oh, I got past this and my marriage ended. I hope we get to see how it happens. But then part of me is like, eh, I know it's ending. So right. do I really need to understand how we got here? No. Right. Thank goodness we're here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the wiki page confused me because they had his um, his last appearance as one episode, and then when I scrolled down in the bio, it was a completely different episode. So we'll if see. you go to on his act, <laughs> like on IMDb, does it tell like first episode, last episode? Oh. Don't worry about it, Liz. We could do that later. <laughs> but I have a, a range, I guess. But um, spoiler: it's not the end of the season. It's not till the end of the season. I like. I also, what if it like it could be one of those things where like you know in series finales when like everyone shows back up again and mm-hmm. then like everyone's like their last appearance was the series finale and it was like all right I know you left and came back right. for like right. one hot right. episode right. like yeah. I don't know that that's what it is because we are now past the point that I watched originally but like I feel like it there's a chance there's a possibility it's one of those sort of deals and then we'll never know until we yeah. watch mm-hmm. yeah yeah. yeah. Um, Mike also wants to know, do you think Georgina is here to stay for a while or will her reappearance be short lived? I think she's sticking around. I, I mean, that reveal at the end of the episode, like she has to be right. Like she's gossip girl now. Right. Um, right. So, <laughs> so they, so they say, <laughs> so they, I hate that. I know um, the end. <laughs> I mean, I know the end but too. We, I and do like, too. I actually all have a, like a logistical. We all know the end. Okay, but we all your audience all doesn't, right? But even so, like they already know, and I've teased it a ton of times that we won't find out until the end of the show. So, like even this, and Michelle and I were talking about it. Like, there's still no way that I feel you could believe that it's a hundred percent her. But so I guess my you know? question is like, I guess my assumption was like she's taken over. For Gossip Girl, like she's the new Gossip Girl, mm-hmm. and like the reveal will be like who the original is, and like that I, person is no longer carrying on as Gossip Girl is. I guess like maybe right. where I think this is headed. Um, yeah, which you can't think about it too hard logistically though, because when you do, it doesn't make sense. Oh, it they does pick not. Someone at no, the end. of course it not. Does it? Um, <laughs> no. So that's so that's what I was thinking. Is like okay, that would make sense that piece of it would make sense that like the original person has moved on and now she's like taken it up, not like a handoff necessarily, but she's like, Oh, there's this, this gap. So avoid like, let, to fill. avoid to fill. Let me do right. it. And she right. has the appropriate, I feel like knowledge tone. and also yeah. tone and also <laughs> like hatred for these people. Mm-hmm. Um Right. It's like we've done, we've made this comparison before, but like, like in Pretty Little Liars, where there were like 14,000 different A's, like she's like the right. new A, you know what I mean? Like she's exactly. taking up the mantle. Exactly. Some of us have never seen Pretty Little Liars. <laughs> Sorry. Elsa. Oh, but there, I've never it was going such to. an exhausting journey. Watch. It's also impossible. Never watch. It's also impossible. <laughs> Let's you guys do it as a podcast. I'm not going <laughs> to engage. You know how many requests we've gotten that, and I keep putting my foot down. I'm like, fucking no, 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 no. <laughs> That's like us in Shallow Hell. I cannot tell you how many people want us to watch Shallow Hell. I'm like, I'm not doing it. It's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, really? Will not oh, watch Shallow, Shallow Hell. Hell? 
Do not make me. <laughs> One day we're going to end up watching Shallow Hell. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Pretty Little Liars also like, I can't even spoil it for you because I watched it all and I still am not sure what really happened there. It was oh, a, a mess of a show, a true same. mess of a show. Yeah. It with really jo- was. Uh, with Georgina though, because Liz and I do think very hard on the logistics of all of this. And <laughs> we have said, and I think during this episode, we talked about this earlier, but it's got to be a server. And Georgina just kind of hacked it. Oh, huh. interesting. Yeah, that would make okay. sense. Kind of like a forum, you know, and yeah. it turned into a forum and she hacked it. And so when we see her, you know, like XOXO, it's just her hacking the system. Gotcha. Interesting. For the day, maybe, like or that. maybe next episode or something. But I think she's here to stick around for a while. I yeah. Hope so I love her. She'd be an intro, particularly fine. if we're going to get rid of Louis. She'd be an interesting new villain or yeah. like nemesis for our, you know, scrappy yeah, crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah. otherwise they have to make one of them the nemesis. And I I agree. I like it when they're all together. Yeah. Yeah. And Chuck now is evolving. Hopefully we're on the up and up. So I don't think we can make him the villain again. I hope not. This was it's an episode tired. where I actually liked Chuck. Yeah. And I found myself liking and I was like, okay, Carrie, let's not get out of ourselves. Right. Where Michelle and I are like on that neutral level. I would never say like <laughs> by any means he's my my favorite or I have any like excitement when I watch him, but you know But he, he was he making good choices. He, he right. made like, good choices. We appreciate that. That's yes. the person you should be turning into in your at, at 20 years old. Like I can't believe that they're 20, first of all. It's like Insane. what? You guys are fucking 40 years old but <laughs> it just doesn't when i watch them i'm like you're there's no way you guys are 20 but right uh you know it's just he's as he's trying he gives so a phone what did- apology to jenny at some point because i will never forget the pilot <laughs> exactly i have never forgotten it either this show did itself dirty by taking a care i guess they didn't know he was supposed to be the villain they didn't know he was going to be someone we were rooting for as a romantic lead mm. but you gotta so fine, you set up your villain, but you gotta leave the door open. And when you make someone attempt what he attempted in the first episode, it makes it very hard for those of us to ever want you to have happiness. Yeah, right. forget and be with like our favorite character. Yes, Why would I right. want you to be with Blair after the way you've treated other women? Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah I don't know that they were prepared that. for like the chemistry between Leighton Meester and Ed Westwick. I think is right. what happened. Yes. Um, what did you guys think about Serena telling Chuck and like Blair's secret? And First what of all, a- this this secret is so, so ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Okay. We yeah. don't need this secret because it's just a way for the writers to keep Louie and Blair married at this point. Like it, it just it, I also went Serena, to keep her and Chuck separate, and her and Louis together. And they need like there to be a real tangible reason, not like it's a. I guess reason. they're twenty, but like they're twenty year olds who wear like suits and carry briefcases. We're, we're not. We're dealing with adults here, right? <laughs> like, right. Like, right. Well, like, and so when I don't Serena believe was, that like, she actually believes she's keeping him alive. When Serena was like, "Blair's well would kill me if I was telling you this," I was like, "I feel like we're being a little melodramatic." Not, and I know that's who you all are as people, but like this seems they're all a little intense, super dramatic. I liked that Serena did it. I yeah, really, I did too. I, 
I thought that was the right thing to do. Just like Eleanor bringing Chuck to the wedding, I thought that was the right thing to do. But yeah, this secret. I so you guys have watched most of this season up until this point. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when we find out the secret, was it last two episodes ago? At this point, the Twilight, the I Twilight Zone. Think episode. So. Yeah. yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah, and the priest pretty much t- like doesn't tell Blair like no, this actually isn't right. Like he just goes along with it. Yeah, but he he says it's between you and God, and I'm like, no, no, she needs more. She needs more counseling than that. You need to tell her. You need to tell her she's allowed to be with this guy. Right, like you're allowing this to be like, yeah, no, you're right. Yep, Mm -hmm. sure, keep on, keep it on. I was like, you're being too. She needs like tangible advice here. Yeah, (laughs) right. And because like the doors of the hospital chapel opened, and like some nurse came in and was like, he's alive. I'm like, girl, that's timing. That's just a coincidence. (laughs) I agree. I like that Serena told her that was a good friend, good friend moment. I was like, sometimes yeah, was. being a good friend is deliberately doing what your friend has asked you. There not were to lots do. of good, like Serena and Blair having yes. each other's backs moments in this. And that's why I really hope we're not like setting up some kind of Serena versus Blair for Dan's heart situation because mm-hmm. I like it when the two of them are supporting each other and having each other's backs, even if like, this now pisses. I would rather Blair be mad at Serena for this, even though the secret is stupid, than like have them fighting over a guy. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. And I, Agreed. I almost feel too, and this is what I'm hoping for, that Blair, she calls Padge because she views Padge as her best friend, her confidant. She can trust him. Those vows, like, I think she didn't take those vows romantically. It's just like, wow, Padge really does understand me. And then we'll see her maybe try to talk to him about Serena. Be like, hey, listen, yeah, Serena still like, loves you. I don't feel like Blair is invested in this love triangle. I agree with no, you. Like, she no. loves Padge in a they are equals and respect each other kind of way. Right. She is not like, do I pick uh, Chuck or do I pick Padge? It's like, right, you know, right. We know. No. Well, and she has no competition. She even yeah. said to Serena, again, in another good like moment between the two of them, she was like, so how come you haven't told Dan that? Uh, I told you you guys could stop pretending. Right. And like, like, so she's trying to get Serena to like, she's trying to support Serena in this prospect as well or project yeah. or journey yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right. Uh, speaking of another, of another relationship issue, we have uh, Nathaniel. <laughs> My and, sweet uh, golden Mike, retriever boy. I, right. He's the biggest golden retriever. But like in this episode, him complaining, oh, I should I should be searching for the right girls and not the wrong ones. It's like, dude, you should have figured this out a long time ago. You're 20 yeah. years old. I also <laughs> once again feel like we give like Nate, like whatever girl we need to like further the plot along. Like once yes. again, he's got the girl who drives the getaway car or like he's dating <laughs> the girl that's like secretly spying on Serena or like, you know, like we just give him like whoever we need to like be in the story so that we can further the plot along. Like he doesn't get a story so of his own. No, ever. it's just tired. It's yes. not um exciting or interesting whatsoever anymore. Mm-hmm. And I've like, Michelle even predicted this. She's like, um, I think Lola and Nate will like start something. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because like any pretty yeah, like random point. girl, you're like, like, we have to integrate them in the group somehow. What do we have? They can date Nate because anyone right. can date Nate. <laughs> right. <laughs> Call on Nate. He'll Age do doesn't matter. Nothing nope. matters. They can date Nate. 
Right. And she almost had him where she was like, actually, we've met. You don't seem like my type. You're not from my world. And maybe we should just not do this. And then, of course, he's like, I researched you and all the things about you and charmed her. And she's like, okay. I was like, you sound like a creep. I'm not charmed. You sound really creepy right now. Like, how did you find out these things about her? Right. Right. I know. Here's the thing about dating. When you... When you deeply Google someone, you have to pretend you don't know those things about them. Carrie Lexis Nexus a guy for me a couple weeks ago, but I'm never saying that out loud. <laughs> we just did. <laughs> yeah, but we're not going to like say who or what we learned. Well, yeah. Right, 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 right. right. You don't it's okay it to be creepy if you keep you know. it inside is what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. And exactly. also, too, w- did he look up Charlotte Rhodes? Because, yes, because right? Her name is which- Charlotte Rhodes. That's right. How did he find her? I mean, it's right. It's like he did, now. I'm just putting this together because I honestly don't even know. I didn't even think about that. He didn't even did he? If he Googled Charlotte Rhodes, he would have realized, oh shit, Chivy's name is Charlotte Rhodes as well. This is weird. Right. Right. <laughs> right. But like he what? did. He probably like he didn't have her last name, so he was probably just like Lola into Google. <laughs> I mean, maybe rich people have better ways of doing it. <laughs> Or maybe he asked, like, an employee. Like, he didn't make it very known, obviously, how he figured these things out about her. So I feel like poor, like, continuity on their end if, like, he did actually research her. Like, how did he do that? Her name is Charlotte Rhodes. And the fact that, I mean, Nate's not, like, the most smart person on the show. But, like, with a name like Charlotte Rhodes. Right. It's he just name. worked with, you know, Chivy at the Spectator and Googling everybody. And that's what he does now. So how could he not? How could right. this not stick? But then again. But Nate. again, like, I don't even like it's not even that Nate is stupid. It's just no. that, like, we just write Nate to be whatever, like me. The writers whatever just write need. him right. to be whatever they need him to be at that particular moment. Exactly. Right. 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 And he's always like the scapegoat. He's always the fallback. What can we do? How can we use him? Right. Yeah. So they don't really give him anything. And I do appreciate that that Padge and Nate are friends again. Again, I like I like like our Mm -hmm. core group to be. Yeah. Our team together. Yeah. 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 That's all we care about is friendship. That's what Michelle and I always say. (laughs) Friendship is the most important. Yeah. We want to see them happy. Yeah, yes. but uh, what do you guys predict as far as the Lola Nate stuff to happen? Do you think this is gonna like continue? I think it's gonna blow up in Nate's face. I think, I think some information's gonna come out, and he's gonna be right back where we started. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I think much. so too. But I think it's gonna take a couple of a couple of episodes. She'll be with us for. He's a while. like the one character that I don't know how things like end up in the very end for him. And A, that makes me worried that, like, mm. you know, he continues to, like, not really have anything solid. Um, but so I'll be interested to see, like, where, like, I hope we give Nate a nice girl in the end. Like, but we'll see. It's weird because in the new Gossip Girl, they have a call back. They, like, call out Nate Archibald for just being, like, such a great guy. Oh, really? That's like, he so was the funny. shining star of Constance. I, they I'm kind like, of they reference him to be they kind of say like the Nate Archibald of the world. So to yeah. me, 
It makes you think that he does eventually do something with his life. Okay. okay. I can appreciate right? that. I want you know? that for him. Me too. <laughs> I think I know, but I think I, I could be completely off, but I yeah. think I know what comes of Nate. So we'll see if Who I'm was? correct, but I don't know. I, have, I truly don't know. I again, like Carrie said, like I know certain things that happened. I don't know what happens to Nate. So maybe let's bring back that what's her face from the early seasons who was Dan's friend that he liked. I feel like Vanessa. Maybe. Vanessa. Yeah, but she totally sold out Dan. <laughs> fair point. No, I'm with uh, you. I mean, they've Allison. all done terrible things. Carrie, you're right. Fair point. Chuck tried to sexually assault Jenny. <laughs> we're all fine with it. So we can forgive Vanessa for selling out one of her friends. Vanessa yeah. and Nate were the best couple. Yes, that was Nate's best match. Right. Yeah. I'd be she so was... happy with that. Bring that to us, Gossip Girl writers. That's what I'm manifesting. Carrie and I saw a tarot Me reader. Too. They said I had the power of manifestation, so I'm going to manifest <laughs> the ending of a show that ended 10 years ago. Let's attract <laughs> that. Law of attraction, baby. <laughs> Yeah, Vanessa. Um, well, <laughs> we'll see about that, guys. <laughs> I feel like based on your reaction, that's not what happened. Yeah, I'm but... Also, but I would really like that. I, I would. would really I like would have liked it a lot too. Um, but they, she? as we talked about, they did her dirty, and they pretty they much her just dirty. wrote her character off the show. Yeah, so. she got like the Jenny Humphrey. Um, Special, like, and the, there was one the younger Vanderwoodson where it's just like suddenly they're Eric. gone. There yeah, was Eric, one episode yeah. I watched today that where Lily was like, "It was so nice to have Jenny and Eric home for the holidays, but now that it's December twenty seventh, we'll never see them again." <laughs> we'll was never like, we get it. Them again. We needed to reference that they sometimes come home without saying that these characters are not allowed back on this television. Show. I know when that episode came up, I I felt like we almost didn't even need them to say that like you right. didn't have to throw let's them in there just, like we forgot who they were they no that was existed. some note being like don't we want to reference like don't we want to make it seem like they were all together as a happy family right <laughs> this weird integrated family where sometimes the step siblings date like well why did they have to bring up t- during this episode rufus and lily are you know remembering their wedding and the memories and, like it was in the park and scott was there <laughs> and i hated you scott i mean i hated not them but, like did we really have to throw scott in there no, I hated that. Every episode I've been bringing how oh, much right. this triggers yeah. me. I need to just pull it back. I know it's triggering. Yeah, it's, it's like triggering. stop referencing characters you've like said like done dirty and written off this show really stupidly. Right. Like we get it. Kim wants to know, did this episode make you emotional? I was very emotional and Gossip Girl doesn't ever make me emotional. And I said we were talked about it before but Yes, the part when Blair says the two dads, uh, one dad was just not enough. I was that was really oh, sweet. I did, that, I did that did tear up. Me. I did very sweet. I mean, who wouldn't want Wallace Shawn to walk them down the aisle? Oh, he's right? so cute. What I would love if he was my stepdad. Right? You know? Like, hey, hey, dude, just he's so sweet and he loves just loves love and he's so warm. Yeah. I love, oh, I love him. My he boys real have really life. gotten into Toy Story, and Wallace Shawn is the voice <sighs> of the dinosaur in Toy Story. Yes. So, yes. like between this episode and like all the Toy Story we've been watching, um, I feel like Wallace Shawn's just in my life all the time these days. <laughs> <laughs> like just everywhere. Yeah, I I can imagine with all those Toy <laughs> Stories, his hey, voice is you- so distinct. Yes. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. I love him. Will wants to know, is 
pair Dan and Blair back on now. Pretty Again, I don't like I don't think Blair's into it. <laughs> right. Feels like unrequited love. Mm. Yeah. It's friendship. It's a it's great friendship. It's and a great pairship. So I, I wonder, Michelle, based on what you said that like you've been told, you guys have been told like there's a there's a flip at some point in this season and like things change like because I feel like it'd be really weird to go from Blair's wedding where she literally tells Chuck like I've always loved you I will always love you I love you more and more each day to then putting her in a relationship with Padge like Mm -hmm. are we gonna pretend that like huge proclamation of love didn't happen or or Serena's like Serena's proclamation of love I don't Mm -hmm. know like I feel like we'd have to like forget a lot of stuff real fast in order to like have them in a relationship, but agreed. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It feels yeah. like it feels like we don't know how to write heterosexual male female friendships. And they're like, I guess they have to be in love with each other. And no, right. they don't. Right. They were oh, I was just gonna say they were doing so well with Dan and Vanessa, but then they screwed that one up yes. too. Right. We yeah, we really don't have just a platonic boy girl relationship here they pretty much have all dabbled in each other except yeah. for pretty much the women that's about yeah. it. well obviously like and serena and chuck ones. i feel like serena and chuck i mean they think of each other as siblings but like yeah they're like the ones that like i hope we'd never go there you know same but i mean then I like we should serena with- brother and sister that's true <laughs> True. What are you saying? I'm sorry, Allison. No, I was saying I feel like you're absolutely right. There are so many step siblings on this show. <laughs> but I feel like if we're not gonna go there with Serena and Chuck, we shouldn't be allowed to go there with uh Blair and Dan. I just think like those are those are some solid friendships. They need each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're good relationships. They yeah. don't need to be attracted to each other. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, one is already tainted because we know that Dan has feelings for Blair. Yeah. So, unfortunately, that one's tainted. But if we could have just kept it platonic and kept Serena and Chuck platonic, I mean, they, spoiler, they keep platonic, guys. <laughs> Nothing's happening there. Um, yeah, it would be beneficial for both relationships. But yeah, we'll see where that goes. Uh, Vic also wants to know, do you think Chuck would have shown up at the wedding at any time if Eleanor did not come to see him? He did mention, like, um, you know, I need a sign from the universe. And then Eleanor, of course, walks in at that moment. I don't, I think, honestly, he was going to respect her and he wasn't going to come. I agree. Same. Yeah, I think he really was trying to do what he thought was the right thing and and respect Blair's wishes. Um, I like to think that anyway, because again, it was like the one episode where I'm like, okay, Chuck, we're making, we're taking steps in the right direction. You're making good decisions. Agreed. Vic also wants to know which TV series would you turn into a rom-com? TV series. That's a hard one. at all? I would like to see like well I guess I guess it is mm, I was gonna say it has to be a comedy but no I mean you could do whatever you want yeah <laughs> hmm. that's the a only tough one, one that keeps yeah. coming to mind is Friends because me too I feel but that it's like was that's a essentially a rom com in a yeah. show yeah, yeah that's four weddings and a funeral but a TV show and then there's yeah, also right. the TV show for <laughs> right yeah. 
Yeah, I know. I keep thinking of like the Mindy Project or Parks and right. Rec, both of which are already kind of rom coms. Mm-hmm. Right. Same. I thought of like New Girl and Ted Lasso, and I was like, nope, they're New already rom- fully they- a romantic comedy. Yes. Well, yes. and Ted Lasso kind of, I mean, like it's doing a lot of that too. I don't know. Yeah. 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 That's an interesting. Yeah. So, you know what? I'm going to go. So, ER, I want to see ER turned into romantic comedy. <laughs> I want a romantic nice. comedy set a in a uh, Southside Chicago hospital. <laughs> There you go. There you go. Yeah. That, that, that's a good one. Yeah, any just like more serious dr- dramatic show could definitely go either way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have a rom-com you like from this year that you think stands up to the classics? This year? This year? Ooh. Have I seen well, I mean, this year? if you haven't seen any this year, maybe I guess whatever's most recent for you guys. <laughs> um, if you... I feel like the most recent rom-com that I've seen or like the newer rom-coms that have come out that I feel like really kind of like could stand the test of time is long shot. I was thinking long shot and the big sick and yeah. sleeping with other people are the three like most recent rom-coms that I think are classic. Who's that in will long become shot? Classic. It's Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. She's like the secretary of state. Is it Carrie? Oh, yeah. And, and he like, like comes on as like a speech writer for her. He's a writer. Um, and he was her child. She was his like babysitter when they were kids. So she's like two or three years older than he is. Oh, interesting. If you guys haven't seen that. it, it's so funny. It's so sweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll oh great. I will add it to the list because yeah. I, ha- I feel like I haven't watched like any movies. I think the last movie I watched was called The Lodge. And it was around Halloween time because Randy and I were like in this like spooky kind of season <laughs> watching. Oh, movies. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the lodge was actually really good. Um, but that's like the last movie that I've seen. Oh, all of these are pre-pandemic. I saw Longshot on a second date, which is not a great like. It's a good like you're into a relationship, go to the movies. But I saw it in theaters pre-pandemic. I don't know that I've seen. Oh, you know what I saw during the pandemic? Although I think it was earlier, and I'm not going to remember the name of it, but I should look it up. It was. It had Chris O'Dowd and it was made with, it was like Chris O'Dowd and a bunch of indigenous women from Australia or New Zealand. And they were like forming a band. It was such like a weird, obscure movie. I'd never heard of my parents. And I came across it just like looking for a movie mid pandemic one night. And it was so charming. And now I have to, it was like blue Sapphire or something. I'm going to find it. I feel like that sounds familiar. Not the premise, but that title. It was like the Sapphires. It's called the Sapphires. Okay. And like, we like, we're just like scrolling movies and it came up and we're like, we've never heard of this, but it sounds cute enough. And it was like a, turned out to be like a very sweet little rom-com about like, yeah, it's from 2012. So it's not in any way new, (laughs) (laughs) but it was a very sweet little rom-com I'd never heard of. Oh, interesting. Well, if any of our listeners have watched, I'm curious to see yeah. uh, if anyone has. I feel like we're due for like another like really good rom-com. I feel like it's yeah. been, and I know like the pandemic has really messed up like <sighs> movies and releases and that kind of thing, but I feel like we're due right. for for another one. We get, I mean, it, it's the time of year when we get a lot of like mediocre rom-coms on TV and right. streaming and stuff, but. Yeah, well, the yeah. Christmas. I mean, genre. to go on Vic's last question is stating like 
lately any rom-coms I've seen are on Netflix, but not great, and usually set during Christmas. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Are you guys Hallmark watchers? I'm more a lifetime watcher and like Netflix or I think I'm not, I don't know that any of the other streamings have really picked up on the Christmas rom-com yet, but Hulu did one last year with. Oh yeah. I never watched that was Kristen Stewart. I did that happiest season. Yeah. That was the most recent rom-com I've seen. (laughs) That. Yeah. I have thoughts and feelings about that movie. Same. I also recently watched Love Hard on Netflix and it was fine. It was the latest like Christmas rom-com. Is that oh, the Nina right. Dobrev one? Yeah. And remember you judged me for it? Because I, I watched it during work and you're like, you're watching this? I can't oh. believe you're watching this because you saw it on the desktop. And I was like, I, I have it on the background. Wait, this sounds so familiar. Those, those, like Netflix? Oh, and it's like the nerdy Netflix. guy. Is that the? Yeah. Yes. And there's and like, like a catfish her. Yeah, and Darren, yes. uh, I forget. I always forget his last name, but Chris, he was in Darren Never Chris? Have I Ever. Oh no, Paxton. He played Paxton. <gasps> Paxton Holyashita. I don't know his real name. Right, Darren. He's very handsome, though. Yeah, it it was fine. I don't I, need these people. <laughs> it was okay, but that was the yeah. last one. But Happiest Season, I had lots of things about Happy that. Season, that's... I like liked so much about it, and also like one of the main like one of the women in the main love story i was like you're not a good person and i don't want you to end up with Kristen Stewart. <laughs> right <laughs> oh i, I kind of i want to watch that one yeah I've, that a- one's been on my list yeah it has like shades of the family stone except i like it more than the family stone i'm oh in the God. anti-family the family stone, stone i did yeah. not know what i was getting myself into when I started the family stone as soon as the first scene with the Christmas tree and the picture I go that's it I already know how the movie is gonna go I'm not watching it my mom's like we're watching it I'm like I don't want to cry today I do not want to cry today it's so but it's also insane I keep every Christmas season like people I follow on Twitter are like it's an underrated Christmas movie so last Christmas I tried to watch it and I was like number one it's like incredibly sad and number two it's bonkers. It's a bonkers <laughs> movie and none of the people are likable and yeah. not enough way where it's fun to watch unlikable people. I just, right, yeah. it's a, it's a bananas movie. It's been a while since I, and I only watched it the one time. Cause after that I said, I'm not going to subject myself <laughs> to cry yet again. So it's, I don't really remember, but I, I mean, I remember like character story plots and things like that, but that was a sad movie and I did not know that that was going to be sad. So when Carrie and I had sad. to find Christmas rom-coms to watch for our podcast, we chose Ghosts of Girlfriends Past before I allowed us to watch The Family Stone. Yeah. That's how but I don't negatively even think you could call that like a rom-com. Stone. Like, I sure don't know. can. I guess. It's all about it's what it's siblings sad. will switch what girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. That was, I remember being like, this is a, a weird movie. It's a weird yeah. movie. <laughs> um, Jess asks, how will Blair running away with Padge change anything? Do you think that Padge will end up responding to Serena's outpour of feelings? I feel like Not he yet. needs to at some point. Yeah. yeah. You can't just leave that hanging out there. Gotta, you gotta respond somehow, even if it's even if it's to turn her down, you got to tell her. Right. I feel like it's not going to happen next episode. No, I feel like we're going to be, be focused. A preoccupied. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're going to be focused you know. on you know Blair running away from 
from right. her husband right. um, for a little while. And then we'll circle yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And our final question that lots of people want to know, who do you all think actually sent the video? I Great genuinely question. don't know. But I'm going to hazard a guess. I think, I think Serena it was Georgina. Did. You think Georgina like just sent it to like put it up and made a gossip girl or something? That's I completely do. plausible. I think she had a backup or she quickly did it or she quickly sent a copy and she I did think it, it could have been Serena. <laughs> that would have been good too to just get it out there. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I think Serena was really hellbent on like saving her friend from a yeah. horrible loveless marriage and she was gonna you know pull a blair if she had to yeah i like that idea story-wise i was gonna say nate too. just because i feel like it would give him something to do but i like carrie's way carrie seems nate. there's no way in hell it was she just nate. needed something to do <laughs> it's not true that <laughs> yeah we always say not that smart nate if it was nate he went to serena and was like how do i do this and she was like i'll just do it <laughs> Right. How do I post? Him. How do I post? <laughs> right. Nate is all of our like boomer moms. He's like, how do I put up an Instagram? And then he does it like horizontally or yeah, vertically yeah. instead of horizontally. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he kind of just has like anyone at the spectator do things that he needs to be done. Like he doesn't actually know how to do them himself. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he just like gives them the the tasks, but. All right, good predictions, ladies. Good predictions. <laughs> I uh, I think I know, so I will not say who I believe to have sent it. But do we find um, out? I they allude to who it is next episode, so you'll Interesting. see. Okay, yeah. Imagine if it was Louis. <gasps> oh, that's a fun twist. That is a fun mm. twist. Yeah, yeah. Just right, to like, kind of own own this. Co- my cat's right now, World War Three. Is my... that Anne going, hey, hey? Yeah, Niles attacking solely. <sighs> Never a dull moment. I, but don't, yeah. I don't think it was Chuck. I think no, we're going to steer away either. from, I think we're going to stick to like Chuck not trying to interfere. I yeah. think that's that's like too easy of the answer. Right. I agree. Yeah. I think that's the easy answer. Yeah. So I don't think it's right. going to be him. Yeah. No. Georgina says, oh, I left it with Chuck. Right. Yeah. What happens with it after, we don't know. So right. someone else could have picked it up. Yeah. Or not. It could have just been Georgina. Just. Right. Maybe Blair's mom did it. it. <gasps> Maybe it was for all Sean. Aw, yeah. I'd be happy if it was him. Right? <laughs> he just wants Blair's Blair's best interest. And yeah. He wanted to ruin the wedding. Right. Do you ha- do you guys have anything else you'd like to discuss that we haven't already? I don't think so. I will say I just finished you season three. So there is a transition to watching Padge in this yes, role. Yes, there is. <laughs> and it is a breath of fresh air. It's just so lovely to see him not murdering people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but there is a part of me that's like, I don't trust you. Like, Blair, watch right. out. Don't you <laughs> feel sometimes the they're same. interchangeable, though? It's like Joe Padge, Joe yeah. Padge, Joe Padge. <laughs> right. Same. Sometimes yeah, like Blair, you don't get him so likable until he's stalking women and murdering him. You're like, you seemed like such a good guy. Right, right. <laughs> I know. 
There's so a woman in a cage. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I literally, after I watched the first season of you, I like turned to my roommate at the time and I was like, I can't date because nice men can also keep you in a cage. Mm-hmm. Yes. And she was like, this isn't a good reason. And I was like, it's what I've got. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> and that's why I have Carrie Lexus Nexus men. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I love God, it. I love it. <sighs> well, this has been such a blast as it always is. You guys are sometimes like our our absolute favorite part of the season because I feel like you guys come on for like the best episodes and it's so much fun to talk to you. I think when we picked this episode, I was like, guys, this is like a big episode. Are you sure you want us on? And I was like, oh, please. No. (laughs) Duh, yes. VIP, you come for this episode because it was, it's a blast to talk to you guys. And Michelle and I actually didn't watch it together this week. So we're all doing Zoom and it's, it's just nice to like see everyone and talk about it. So, yeah. Um, well, we'll have everything in the description for the episode to find you all. Are you, are you, do you want to tease maybe your next episode, what you're watching? What you're, is it, is it, um, the ghost of girlfriends? Our next episode is ghost of girlfriends past. <laughs> there you go. Um, we also just started a Patreon. And so we're going to be, yes, we're very nervous that no one will sign up, but, <laughs> but we're going to, our first Patreon, like Patreon special episode is going to, we're going to watch all three princess switch movies. Yes. Just, Speaking oh. of Christmas rom-coms, Christmas rom-coms, Netflix Christmas rom-coms, we are going to watch all three princess switch movies, which is a lot Here? of Vanessa Hutchins for any, anybody yes. to take on. Let me I tell you. One is. princess switch movie is a lot of Vanessa Hutchins. We're going to have like <laughs> a cute, we're going to have like 12 Vanessa Hudgens <laughs> at the end of it. Yeah. Is, is Wild. the love interest, is it the same person throughout the, fr- all three? Or? I don't know. We have, I've only, only, seen, the the first I've only seen the first one. So uh-huh. it's Kostas from sister to the traveling pants, right? Speaking it of, Blair, I hope oh, he I've remains that. Speaking of Blake Lively, crush on him in Sister of the Traveling Pants. I was like, Lena, what is wrong with you? Go make out with that Greek boy. (laughs) (laughs) And then he was on Gossip Girl, right? Was he? Was he? I remember him on Greek. Was he on Gossip? He was on Greek. Yeah, he was on Greek. Thank you, Carrie. I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) No, he was. He wasn't on Gossip Girl that I that I recall. But no, I remember him definitely being on Greek and me being like, Kosas is on Greek. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Happy from Greek showed up on this season of You, and he looks like such a grown up. I it's both of you, and then I was like, Happy. I know, babe. He's a babe. Babe. Well, crazy ex girlfriend. That's how I first met him. So. Oh yeah, yeah. He was so good in that. Yeah. Well, good luck with your Patreon. That's Thanks. so much fun. Yeah. You guys are going to have a blast. Don't worry. They, you think that no one will come, but they do. Okay. They do. Because <laughs> you're likable people and people want to, you know, listen to what you have to say. And they probably have the same opinions as you and they just want to be in a community. And that's really and truly what it is, is just a fun community. So, yeah. Um. That's awesome, and we wish you the best of luck with that. Thank you, thank you, no, it's a good and time. thanks for having thank us. You. It's always fun. Yeah, we to love to come this. talk about the wild world of Gossip Girl. Yeah, and it's I can't wait to. Uh, so, Carrie, uh, Allison, you haven't completely finished your rewatch on the OC. No, I have not finished my rewatch okay. on the OC. Well, if you watch any more, Michelle and I are, are open ears because we just want to hear your. Your older eye perspective on. <laughs> I get back into it. I think I know what's coming, and so I'm, I'm sad. I'm preemptively sad. Oh, yeah. Because I'm getting so much three? closer. Mm-hmm. I'm getting so much okay. closer to yeah. 
Mm-hmm. To that, yeah. To that. The situation. The situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have a lovely night. Thank, Thank you, you guys. guys. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Talk to yeah, you soon. We yeah, we'll talk soon. soon. Welcome back. Thank you so much, Karen Allison. We always love chatting with you ladies. Always a good time. You're literally our pod besties, I think. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, love So um, anything for their podcast will be in the description for the episode. If you want to check them out, definitely do. Hold up podcast, rom-com podcast. It's great. Uh, some trivia I have for the episode is based off the movie GG, which you thought, you know, we could predict that. Um, the opening narration provided by Gossip Girl is the same as in the pilot. Mm-hmm. I thought that sounded familiar. Yeah. St. Joseph's Church, where the wedding is held, is previously seen in season two's Seder Anything when Tripp and Maureen get married. <laughs> Maureen. Mm-hmm. This is uh, Michelle Trachtenberg's first appearance in this season as Georgina. We haven't seen her... In quite a while, it feels like. Miss you, um, boo. And we also haven't seen... Yeah, right? We also haven't seen uh, John Shea, who plays Harold, uh, since season two. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Is Roman on the island? He, I think he probably is. I could verify, but I think he probably is. Okay. This is the 100th episode for Blake Lively, Leighton Meester, Penn Badgley, and Matthew Settle, who were present in all the other 99 episodes of the series. Really? Matthew was? Yeah. Yeah, I guess Rufus has been in all 100 episodes. Huh. Not crazy. Also, uh, when Lily and, you know, because I have like Scott Dar, when Lily and Rufus were talking about their wedding and they're like, oh, what are you talking about? It was in the park and Scott was there. I was like, we really, we just got to keep dropping them. Yes, I know. I troll so funny. him. I'm like, oh, we referenced, we referenced. Um, the episode marks the first series to be aired on the CW since its first season to hit a hundredth episode mark. So I guess back in 2012, this was the first to hit a hundred. Um, this episode was watched by 1.39 million views with a one a 0.7 rating in the adults 18 to 49 demographic. The episode scored a 1.4 rating in the network's main target, women 18 to 34. It's high number one most watched show by this demographic in the network for the week with the Vampire Diaries, despite the difference of 49% in the total views and 42% in adults 18 to 49. It's the first time this has happened since season four episode, uh, episode Touch of Eva. We have Louis' full name is revealed to be Louis Frederic Grimaldi instead of Louis Albert Jean Michel Grimaldi, which is what they said in Pretty and Petty and Pink's episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a big difference. Uh, the wedding was January 21st, 2012, a week after Blair's bachelorette party. And it's funny because I guess she was supposed to get married in November, but I guess maybe the miscarriage and everything set some things back. Oh. Because she was supposed to get married like a day before Thanksgiving when we originally set this up. Remember? I don't, but I'll take your word for it. (laughs) A week before this episode aired, the CW published the following message. Looks like our little Upper East Siders have all grown up. 
Gone are the days of lunches on the steps of the Met and the war between S and B. Times have changed. S and B are BFFs and there are real life Prince Charming in the picture now. Happy 100th episode Minions XOXO Gossip Girl. The episode received generally favorable reviews. Sure, Blair has been dreaming of her fairy tale wedding since she was just a little girl, but it's also true that the producers of Gossip Girl have been dreaming of this moment for a long time as well, and the Upper East Side drama didn't disappoint. Stephen Marcy from TV Fanatic gave the episode a four-star rating out of five in what has come to be sort of a make-or-break episode. Gossip Girl had golden opportunity to redeem its recent mediocre meteorocracy and prove itself worthy of all the passion and loyalty we've invested over the years. While there were some gapping hole plots and disappointments tonight, especially depending on your couple of choice, you can't find fault with a pure number of twists, especially during the last five minutes. Marcy appreciated the reference to Gossip Girl's earlier days, the promised homage to the old days were in the episode and incorporated in ways that actually fit the present day story case in point and memorable gossip girl quote i love you always have always will which was spoken to a very different character long ago and the cover of young folks at the onset was fun the huffington post laura Prudom also found the episode had honored Gossip Girl's past for the first time in recent memory. This week's milestone episode of Gossip Girl finally recaptured the confident plotting and razor sharp shocks of its first two seasons. She also praised that Georgina is Gossip Girl, which was totally unexpected. I feel like that that's expected, but okay. Um, in yeah. classic Gossip Girl fashion, the 100th episode was full of witty one-liners, many of them from the mouth of Georgina Sparks, and one in the honor of the Princess Bride paid homage to the pilot and featured several head-turning moments um, that gave this episode a 9 out of 10. Glennon found Georgina amazing in this episode. You can't even take your eyes off of her because she's so great in every scene. However, the Atlantic Wire thought the writers should have waited until the last ever episode to do the unveiling of Gossip Girl in question isn't that indicative of the show's greater fallings over the past four and a half years. The constant need of this once promising show to tip the hand too soon and concluded, we think the time has fin- finally come to remove Gossip Girl from our bookmarks. <laughs> I just feel that... Lots going on there. Yeah, of course. But I, it, you, even if you were watching in present day, you still have to be skeptical. Like, I wouldn't take yeah. Georgina being Gossip Girl seriously. No, because to me, even though they wouldn't have, they're saying it's not predictable, it's extremely predictable. Extremely. She's like the number one contender to take down Blair and this whole world. Like, of right. course she would be Gossip Girl. Of course. So, it's, it's I essentially, and I'm going to say it right here, it's a fake out. It's a fake out. <laughs> you know, like, it's a fake out. They weren't intending this to be the big reveal because I think it would have been way more exciting. This was not that exciting. It wasn't. No. We're just like, oh, there she is. There she is typing away. Like, it just, it was predictable. At least in this episode. If they would have shown, if she wasn't in it, and then we saw her. Maybe it would have been like, oh, shit, it's actually Georgina. But it it, it seemed like that could have just been the case. So We should have just saw hands and maybe like a, a watch or jewelry or something. We didn't have to do the reveal. We didn't need a fake out. Um, 
Yeah, we had some music by Marilyn Monroe, The Kooks, John Hastings, Group Love, Beethoven, Vitamin String Quartet, and Wolfgang. What did you think about some fashion in well, this episode? I, I thought I, Blair looked beautiful. She did look beautiful. I think I liked her original dress a little better, but she did, oh, of course, look beautiful. Yeah, I loved her hair, actually. Really, really liked her hair. And I thought, it's so funny because Shanna hates her hair. Oh, I love it. I thought she looked gorgeous. <laughs> I really did. And I liked, um, I thought Serena looked very pretty too. Yeah, I wasn't a fan. I mean, I know it's kind of very royal to do like those big head pieces and, and hats and things like that, which I felt like we saw a lot in like the guests of the wedding. But Serena's was like, she got like all a beehive hair going on. I loved it. I thought it was great. <laughs> you loved it. I loved her silk pajamas, Serena's silk pajamas in the in the beginning of the episode. Yes. I love Dan's plaid navy jacket. Mm-hmm. He looked nice in that. And I thought Dorota looked beautiful too. I loved Dorota. She I feel like we should have gotten so more Dorota in this episode. I know. It's Blair's she, big day, you know? Yeah, but she was there. I like that when she, Blair was walking down the aisle, we did get a close up of Dorota tearing up. So Yeah. I very much appreciated yeah. that. I loved Eleanor had this diamond necklace. It was so beautiful. Yeah. Such a statement. Yeah. And I had Nate's gray peacoat. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, what about some quotes? Bless us, Father. I have a feeling we're about to sin. <laughs> or Jesus owes me one. I thought that was so funny. So good. You know the world is a mess when the most honest person we know is Chuck Bass. Yep. I smile and cry at same time all morning, Dorota. I know. Uh, you should totally donate that dress to the Smithsonian. Smithsonian. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't worry, Miss Serena. You'll find someone someday who loves you like that, too. <laughs> Eleanor, are you coming to stop this thing or what? Yep. As long as you don't show me up like you did last time. If I ever cried, I'd be moved to tears. Yep. And one father is not enough, because that has to be in there. Oh, yeah. So good. All right. Ready for an MVP and shittiest? Yes. Okay. Here we go on three. Okay. For MVP. Okay. Three, three two, two, one. Georgina. <laughs> so Eleanor, Eleanor really should get it. She is my blue ribbon, but I have to give it to Georgina because she just, to me, made this episode. Yeah, she definitely did. And we did have um, some votes for Georgina, but mostly actually Eleanor did take it from our listeners this week. Uh, she just, we knew, we know, we know why she's the MVP. And But Georgina, without her, this would have been a very lackluster episode. We needed so, her. I always welcome a Sparks. We needed her. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Shittiest. Yes. Got it? Yep. All right. Three, Three two, two, one. one. Louis. Sophie. Sophie. Yeah. I was going to pick Louis, yeah. too. I get what you did, but also, Sophie, get what you did. Like, I got why everyone did what they did, but I was just like, eh, Sophie. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, she, I think that's, that's her, that's like the culture of, yes. of being royal, you know, like yeah. that this is how we do things. And Blair, she's finally doing what we wanted her to do. Like this entire time she was definitely defiant of 
the royal culture and what they're used to. And so when Sophie is like, okay, they're getting married, it's just for a contract. Louis is like, wait, what? But yeah, that that's how things are done. And just to use the loss of the pregnancy as good press. No, that was messed up. Super messed up. And she sent Beatrice away. I know. she would. I would have loved to see her on his wedding day, but yeah. <laughs> that's it. Um, I chose Louis, and actually all of our listeners did choose Louis as well. Time for a little Betty of the Week. You're a total Betty. This week, I have chosen Jalance. Girl, hello. We love you, Jillian. Thank you so much for being with us for as long as you have been with us. We super appreciate you. I always love hearing your opinions and thoughts on things. And, um, you know, our Patreon fam loves you. And we are just super appreciative that you've been with us for as long as you have. So thank you so much. Thanks, Jalance. Love you, girl. All right. Next week. So excited to be in person with you next week. Not only well, are we... not next week. It'll be the week after. Well, but... no. Court, when people are listening, it technically yeah, is next true, week. Yeah, true, true, true. Not only are we together, but Nicole is joining us. And we're live. And we're live. And it's our 101 episode, which Liz and I decided we will be celebrating Three Gossip yes. Girls 101. Big celebration that day because we could yeah, be together we've today. we made it to 101 episodes. Well, yeah. plus, but really, yeah. uh, we felt like we wanted to celebrate being with this show and with you guys for 100 plus weeks. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so join us next week live. That will be for our Patreon family. The link will be posted on Thursday, December 9th. It's going to be at 8 p.m. EST. We have a blast. And we're super excited because Nicole's going to be joining us. And we haven't been with her since. We haven't been in person with her for a long time. But yeah. she hasn't been on since season four. So yeah. we missed her. Okay. So the title for next week is going to be. Are you ready? I'm ready. The Backup Dan. The backup patch. Exactly. The backup patch. <laughs> That's what I'm writing. My, yep. Then my three gossip words are three gossip words. Missing. Promise. Price. What are you gonna do with it? Okay, so Blair is missing. <laughs> Padge is missing. But Padge makes a promise to Blair that I will not reveal where you are, but I have to tell people you're okay. Mm, Very good thoughts. Price. There's a price for everything. So I'm wondering, I guess it could be taken as actual price of an item or there's a price to be paid. And, you know, metaphorically speaking. Yeah, for sure. I guess this is going to be big news now because here Louis gets married and we have this wedding. And first, the fact that, you know, (laughs) the whole church hears and I'm sure this is reported that this comes out and then they all decide, you know, we're going to go on with it anyway. Like everyone at that wedding's got to be like, well, this wedding's never lasting. This is a fucking show. We're here for the tea, but we know this isn't going to last. Right. Right. Like I've never... I have never been to a wedding where 
one has left at the altar or has reset at the altar. Like, I've right. never experienced that. If you right. guys have, please send us your stories because I'd be super interested to hear if those things either worked out or didn't work out. But, like, how uncomfortable is it for people to be sitting in the audience for the bride's bride, uh, bridal party to be sitting, like, on the steps waiting to hear if things are going to change? Like, it's so it was so awkward for everyone. Yeah. So yeah, there's no way they could know. There's no way that they would believe that this would actually work out. And I feel Blair will explain to Padge, like, okay, here's under my contract. What can I do to get out of this? And maybe they're kind of gonna scheme of what they can do and what yeah. price can be paid for her eventually mm-hmm. to get out. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm going with that. All all great thoughts. You're very warm on something. So cool. Um, I look forward to next week's episode is good. Got some stuff. It's good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we'll be with Nicole. So I'm super excited. What should we do as an emoji? Should we do a wedding dress? We should. We should do the bride, I would think. Is the there bride. a bride? Yeah, right? I think there's just a bride. A bride with a veil. Yeah, because I'm yeah. pretty sure there's a wedding dress and there's also a, a girl that has a veil on. There is. The yeah. Head. So either one is good. Yeah. Whichever one you guys want. Yeah. Just send them to us through uh, Instagram, Total Betty Podcast Network. You can tweet at us, Total Betty Pod. If you want to email us, threegossipgirlspod at gmail.com. Or what's even better is you like to put that emoji in an Apple podcast review because why not? That would be so much fun. It'd be so great. The hundredth episode is here of Three Gossip Girls Pod, and I'm loving it. Bride emoji. Yes. <laughs> Please leave us an Apple podcast review. Rate us five stars. Subscribe. You, we do this every week. I'm, I'm sure at this point, drill. maybe you laugh at the way we get here. I don't know. But... For those who <laughs> left us a review, thank you so much. If you haven't, please consider doing it. It doesn't have to be long. It just helps us grow. It shows that you're out there. We would really appreciate it. Thank you. We would. And to end the night on a treat, a Will's treat, before yes. we head to After Dark. So we have Gossip Girl characters as cakes for the wedding. Very excited for this one. We have Blair wedding cake. She did get married after all. Chuck, devil's food cake. He once was a devil in disguise, but his haters can't have their cake and eat it too. Dan, cheesecake, one of my favorites, and it makes people feel better. (laughs) Serena, red velvet cake. Serena in that red dress, I need a sip of water. (laughs) (laughs) Louis. Louis. Blackout cake. I hope he blacks out and doesn't return to the show. What a black hole of a human. (laughs) Same. Nate, sponge cake. He absorbs information for his gossip paper and is a bit basic. Lily, chiffon cake. Fancy and flowerly. They have good taste and style. Rufus, carrot cake. It just seems like a carrot. He seems like a carrot cake type of guy. I agree. Mm -hmm. Dorota. Karpatka. Karpatka? Karpatka. Both Polish, fun, and underrated. Karpatka. I have never heard of it before. Me neither. No. I'm going to have to look this up. I want to try this. Yeah. Georgina, pound cake. She keeps pounding the same drum, screw Blair, and let her friends eat cake. Eleanor and Cyrus, chocolate cake. Always a treat, never a disappointment. Mm. Maureen, 
Better than sex cake, also known as better than Robert Redford cake. Both are better than sex, and in the case of Redford, a Republican. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Okay. Um, and Miss Carr, cupcake. She had a small role, but her storyline was delicious. Oh, well. You well. always provide. Always provide. I love reading The Will's Treat each week. Me too. Um, this one was so much fun. Sometimes they make me hungry. I'm not going to lie. The jelly beans one, this one, the Thanksgiving food on our reboot episode. Like, he always delivers. Thank you, Will. It's so much fun. Thank you. All right. It's time we we hop on in them carts. Strap in, Liz. Strap ourselves in. We're Here strapping we in for After Dark because I know we got a ton to talk about. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You ready? Yeah. Click, click. Click, 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 click. You know you love us. XOXO. Gossip, Gossip Girls. After Dark. The turkey. The turkeys have made it. We've um, arrived. Into After Dark. We've arrived. Um... Wow. Uh, Mike says, if you didn't know it was Padge, would you have assumed it would have been one of the main cast? Oh, yes, because it would be such a disappointment if it wasn't. It has to be. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't we can't just have a sideline character or maybe someone who showed up all the time. But it's someone we know. Yeah. He says now, how does Georgina fit into this as Gossip Girl? Does it prove that it's a server? Yeah. Or she hacked it, you know, little in the new Gossip Girl, Milo is just, he knows how to hack into things and he learned that from his mama and Georgina just either hacked into the server or not hacked into it, but it either is an open forum server or she hacked into the system. Right. Mike says, when the two of you are live podcasting, are you ever worried you're going to accidentally let it slip who Gossip Girl is? Um. Yes, but yeah. we would just edit that part out. <laughs> well, no, he's saying if we're live, we can't edit that oh, out. Oh, live, live, you're right. So, yes, um, I yes, just keep yes. quiet. I really try to bite the tongue of, um, yeah. you really got to think before you speak. Yes, yeah, I know. <laughs> Imagine, that would not be a good situation. Uh, Jess says, from last week's episode, they changed the location of the bachelorette party so Chuck wouldn't know where they were, but the Gossip Girl app, even if Gossip Girl isn't posting, I'm I'm assuming the site is still up, has the tracker. I know, I was thinking about this last week after our episode went live, and I was like, how did did Dan find them? It It made sense that the Gossip Girl tracker was probably still up and he could find where Serena was. Right. Yeah. Um, but... All right, so now that we we know that Dan slash Nate is Gossip Girl, right? Like, obviously, Nate at this point, but Dan for season six. And I'm pretty sure we have teased that. And I, I mean, we've teased the reveal of Gossip Girl in the final episode of the final season. So even if they are newbies, I feel like they ha- must know that this isn't the actual reveal, you know? All right. I'm curious um, for the newbies... Well, obviously they're not listening to this right now, but I I want to ask and see if if they actually think Georgina is Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah, because it, it, it was such a lackluster way of of showing it. I don't know. I also feel that we can't even talk about Dan and Padge being Gossip Girl in this episode because I f- 
truly believe it was just Georgina being in the system as Gossip Girl. Right. I mean, he was involved in the wedding. Nate was at the wedding. But, like, there was there was no way that he could have made time to no. do any of that. So It was Georgina. Um, yeah. So we'll see what happens next week. But overall, it's a good episode, you know. Very Gossip Girl heavy episode with, is, I guess, the Georgina stuff. But Is Georgina with us next week or we don't see her for a while? Yes. Oh, she she's going to be with us next week. <gasps> oh, yes. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's actually kind of like a two-parter. Almost okay. like a continuation. It's basically a continuation of what's to come after yeah. the wedding and everything. Yeah. Yeah, so she's she's still in it. And okay. we get a... Get some friendship, teamwork, figuring things out. So awesome. Very That's cool. where I'll leave you with that. But Okay. Thank Sounds you to good. everyone who's gotten this far listening here. Thank you, Carrie and Allison, for being with us this week. Excited to chat with Nicole next week. And we'll be back live. Guys, remember, live podcasting on December 9th. And uh, we hope that you join us. So see you then. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to 3 Gossip Girls Podcast. You can email us at 3gossipgirlspod at gmail.com. Or if you want to follow this show and all of our others, you can head over to Instagram at Total Betty Podcast Network. This has been a Total Betty Podcast. Produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio. Music by Anthony Vacora.